Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, depending on where you are in the world. Welcome back. You're here with Mr. Tom, Tom Fay, on the Property Wealth Building Freedom and Riches Through Property podcast. So um, straight into it, this, this session is going to be about an introduction to property. I know a lot of us have been exposed to and always obviously lived inside a property, um, gone to work somewhere that there is a property, uh, typically outdoors, um, even land is property. And so I'm going to discuss with you the an introduction to property. We're going to go through some definitions. Uh, typically, who is a property? What is a property? Sorry, who is a landlord? Who is a tenant? Um, a bit of a history as well on the landlord versus the tenant, um, where that came from, as well as you know, giving getting a, an idea on which side is is preferred. Do you prefer to be the landlord or do you prefer to be the tenant? Um, is there power in land? Um, I'm also going to follow that up with the Ballad of the Landlord, which is actually an extremely famous uh, poem. And that was done in 1951 by a fellow Langston Hughes, who was born at the start of the 19th century. So 1902 he was born and he passed away in 1967. So that's a bit of a historical um, place. But I find that it's moving forward in this podcast, it's very valuable and extremely important to be discussing you know the history of this this so-called property scenario what is property you know and 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 why is it so important what's the big deal and why is it that so many people over from forever have been building wealth through property you know you go back to the romans the ancient romans in africa you've got multiple tribes you go over to the maoris as well in in new zealand head over to the north americas and you've got um, you know, a lot of the, what they'd be termed the indigenous Americans on that side. So a lot of people all over the world from different backgrounds have always somehow generated wealth through property. So straight into it, if you've got any questions, just, um, you know, find me on Facebook, Tom Fay Real Estate. Uh, you can also email me, tomfaynz at gmail.com with any comments or questions or queries. Um, but yeah, I'm here to help and here to share and I'm also learning myself. So, definition of property regard as per the Merriam Mer- Webster um, online dictionary, it's been going since 1828. Um, something owned or possessed, specifically a piece of real estate. Okay, the exclusive right to, to possess, enjoy, and dispose of a thing, which is essentially ownership. So, property is typically owned. I know you've got real. Property, you've got physical property, and you know you've also got intellectual property. But we're here to discuss what is property itself. Um, moving on to the next definition, really, I want to discuss the landlord. Now, you know this is a very, very uh, touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, I myself have grown up with a landlord my entire life. Um, you know the 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 goal for a lot of people is to be a landlord. And it says here on the Merriam-Webster uh, dictionary says the owner of property such as land, houses, or apartments that is leased or rented to another. Now, the, the, the other person is most likely going to be a tenant, okay? Now, the tenant is, you know, pays the landlord for the use of that space. We jump onto uh, Wikipedia, and landlord is the owner of a house, apartment, condominium, land, or real estate, which is rented or leased to an individual or business who is called a tenant. Again, so you've got commercial real estate, you've also got residential real estate. 
So I'm very fortunate to have a good grasp on both sides of the of the coin um, when you come to commercial and to residential. Again, moving forward in the podcast, that's different things that we're going to uh, to, to touch on. All right. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you now the, the a bit of a history on 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 exactly what what it is that I um. So actually, I'll go back there. I'll, I'll jump back to the definition of a tenant. So we've done what is property. We've done what is a landlord and now a tenant. So one who has the occupation or temporary possession of lands or tenements of another. Okay, so you basically have the occupation or temporary possession. You see, being a tenant is not a a 100% guaranteed right. It is a temporary possession. And you rent or lease a dwelling such as a house from a landlord, the owner of said land. So... You know, it's, it's really important to um, to get an understanding or an idea of how did this all start? You know, even for myself, I've always, you know, wondered how did we get here? How did this begin? Where did this begin? Um, and, and there's one, there's multiple stories all over the internet that you can find in the libraries as well. There's different stories. Uh, but one that's really resonated with me goes back to medieval Europe and roughly 800 to 1200 Anno Domino AD. The centralized power of the Roman Empire had disappeared. So we're going back to the Roman Empire times. And Europe was consisted of small farming villages scattered all over the place. With only a few small cities here and there. Okay, so you're casting your mind way back, if you can visualize in your head, uh, way back to, you know, 800 Anno Domino. That's quite a long time ago. And the roads connecting villages were crude and unprotected. So not only could robbers attack travelers, but from time to time, nomadic warriors from Northern Europe, we're talking about the Vikings here, the Vikings would invade, rape, pillage, and plunder the villages. So you're, you're talking about the whole of Europe here, and this is, this is the, the one portion of history that I've, I've, I've kind of focused on, um, essentially because from Europe, the Europeans spread out and they took you know, this whole concept of land and landlording, through the world. If you looked at Africa, Africa itself, for example, Africa had uh, tribes and similar to what happened in, in, in with the Maldives and the Pacific Islands, and the strongest tribe took the land essentially. And that's a very rough uh, you know, explanation. Now, in the situation where the Vikings would travel down and rape, pillage, and plunder the villages, the landlords came to the rescue all across Europe. So somebody decided to monetize this. In principle, each landlord owned all the farming land in a village and the forest around it. The question would be, how did that ownership come about? It, I would say it would have to be the strongest uh, family, you know, the one who had the biggest sons or the biggest uh, brood or whoever had the, 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 the most um, axes or, you know, uh, swords and could fight and take over people's land. Now, in principle, essentially what would happen is their primary job was yeah, as I said, was to be warriors. Sometimes they called them knights. And these knights then protected the villagers. The villagers' primary job was to farm the land and produce food. So you've got knights protecting the villagers, and the villagers are farming the land and producing food. In this medieval farming economy, a form of barter became established between the landlord and his serfs. Now, a serf is the name for village farmers. In exchange for protection, each serf owed his landlord a fixed portion of the crop yield from the farmland that he occupied, usually for his entire lifetime. Now that fixed portion, food, now we're talking about food, not money. 
okay because again it was all about farming and and the, the villagers jobs was to farm and produce the food now that was then seen as the the villagers rent and the rent literally fed the lord and his household we now see the historical origin of the term landlord so he's the lord of the land the people that worked the land fed him and his family and his job was to send his knights out to protect the farm and most likely to rape, pillage and plunder more villages and get more and take more. Um, now, originally the rent was actual produce from the land and linked entirely to the land, not to a building or part of a building as it is today. At this same time, the villages were also bound to the land for life, so they couldn't come and go. They were not free men. They could not be evicted but they had the security of a permanent food source. Okay, so they weren't free. They had to stay there. I don't think they went on holidays much. Maybe they went up country to visit their, their family and their friends. I'm not sure how that all worked back then. Um, but they definitely weren't free and they were bound to the land. But hey, they got protection from the Vikings and they had a permanent food source. All right. Now, in this ancient landlord-tenant exchange that endured for centuries, the landlord had nothing to do with the villagers' homes. He did not build them, he, the serfs did, all right? the, the villagers did. And he had no obligation to maintain or repair their homes. That was their responsibility. So the villagers' job was to, hey, look, here's a piece of land, here's a piece of dirt. Build what you will on it, maintain it how you will. That is your problem. Now, the villagers were fully skilled in every aspect of the home structure. If the home was destroyed, the rent was still owed because the land was all important. And that's the key thing here, guys, is looking at this is about land. You know, when we really dig into this building uh, wealth and riches through property, um, you know, the, the building freedom and riches through property, it's all about land. You know, in New Zealand, you're, you're, you're advised not to buy leasehold because you don't own the land. Uh, in an apartment block, you're paying, for, you're, you're paying to own a specific portion of the land and hopefully you get a good view of it. Um, if you get a view of it, that's, that's tops, you're paying for a bit of the view as well. So essentially, really what we're talking about here is the importance of land. Land is, 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 it seems to be, from what I've uncovered and from what I'm seeing, land seems to have the majority of the wealth of a nation. I know that in New Zealand, for example, it's a very small island. Not very small, but it's quite a small island. You can drive from the top to the bottom in about 24 hours. Um, including about three hours of a ferry ride non-stop. So that's from Cape Ranga right down to the Bluff. Now, you know, and that's along State Highway 1. But one of the most, you know, valuable and crucial um, currencies, I guess, that the country has got is the land. The land that it holds and the land that its people hold. So land is, is, is the be-all pretty much. I mean, you know, you know guys, I, I don't really have any other way of putting this, but land appears to be the be-all and end-all of, of, of building, maintaining, and having sustainable long-term wealth and getting you out of that uh, property trap, poverty trap, and into the property cycle, you know, into something that can be held onto and maintained over a long period of time. I'm going to wrap this up with what's called the Ballad of the Landlord by Langston Hughes, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, this was written in 1951. Landlord, landlord, my roof has sprung a leak. Don't you remember I told you about it way last week? Landlord, landlord, these steps is broken down. When you come up yourself, it's a wonder you don't fall down. Ten bucks, you say I owe you. 
Ten bucks, you say, is due? Well, that's ten bucks more, and I'll pay you till you fix this house up new. What? You're gonna get eviction orders? You're gonna cut off my head? My head? You're gonna take my furniture and throw it in the street? Um, you talking high and mighty, talk on till you get through. You ain't gonna be able to say a word if I land my fist on you. Police, police, come and get this man. He's trying to ruin the government and overturn the land. Copper's whistle, patrol bell, arrest. Precinct station, iron cell, headlines in the press. Man threatens landlord. Tenant held, no bail. Judge gives Negro 90 days in county jail. So how about that? Who's the winner in this? To summarize this, who's the winner and which side would you rather be on? Would you rather be the tenant? <laughs> or would you rather be the landlord? Uh, would you rather be the owner of the land or the user of the land? Um, the law is built for the landlord. Commercial leases are built for the, the landlord or the owner who's the lessor versus the leasee. If you read through a commercial lease, it really is quite a one-sided document and they try and balance it through the clauses. So you gotta decide, you know, you gotta make the decision up front pretty early on which side you wanna be on, um, which side is it worth being on, which side is it not worth being on. And because um, it is essentially picking a side. But although you can be a landlord and a tenant at the same time, you can, there is a, a mantra out there, rent where you live and own where others rent. That is a mantra if you choose to go along that. Um, but yeah, hey look, so Tom Fair here. Thank you for listening. I hope I haven't bored you half to death. I hope that you've actually learnt a couple things. I know I did. And um, this is the Property Wealth Building Freedom and Riches Through Property podcast. Um, in this podcast, I essentially discuss with you the property industry's best kept secrets of building and maintaining wealth. Also, exactly how to get started in property investment and home ownership. I'm a licensed real estate agent based in Auckland, New Zealand. You can find me online, Tom Fay Real Estate on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, Tom Fay. You can also find me on Snapchat, Tom Fay. Or you can email me, tomfaynz at gmail.com. Uh, if you've liked this, you know, do, do, do leave a review. Um, like like the, the podcast, download it, subscribe. Share the link with somebody that you think that uh, might benefit from hearing about this. So as we move forward into the next programs, we're really now going to start diving into the different forms of property ownership, uh, whether it's leasehold, commercial, residential, um, retail offices. So that there's, a, there's a bunch of different ownerships that we can break down. And then we're going to go into each one in depth. So to look at the pros and cons of each one. And then, you know, we're going to walk into the funding, uh, how to find these deals and how to get everything done. So look, I thank you very much for listening. And I uh, trust that it's been informative. Give me your feedback. Look forward to hearing from you. Let's see you in the next session. Cheers.